0: welcome to another episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. I'm working on being the hostess with the mostest. Thank you so much for choosing this podcast. There's probably a billion things you could do and you're listening. Thank you. Today is March the 3rd. It is 3rd on Thursday. So buckle up. Buckle up. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be kind of a longer episode. I'm always rushing in and out of here. But today, I'm not going to keep it brief. I'm going to expand upon some things. I've already had two classes this morning, by the way. I had a 5 a.m. It starts at 5.15, actually. Weightlifting class I coached, and that was fun. And I coached a 6.15 spin class, and that was fun. Today, in memory of my brother, I played one of his favorite songs from our childhood, Buttermilk Biscuits. I believe my brother had that on vinyl, and right before the vocals kicked in, I smiled at the girls, and I said, buttermilk biscuits, and they, of course, didn't know the song. Like, how could they know it unless they just knew a lot about breakdance music, and then after a standing climb, I wasn't planning this. I just sat down and was like, whew, that's what happens when I eat too many buttermilk biscuits. I wasn't planning the joke. It just, like, came flowing out like the sweat. Um... And today, when I was putting things away, I forgot I had turned the air conditioner up a bit. I went back to Studio 2 and turned it back down to 70. Um, I kind of built my own story about yoga therapy in that place because I offered it to a group to be in there. And then my boss set it up where somebody else was working with another group via Zoom. I was kind of wondering who... Like, there's only two yoga teachers, so I was kind of on another episode like... Who? Like, the only other yoga teacher there is one teacher. Like, who is doing this yoga therapy? And I don't even know who it is. It's someone who's doing it via Zoom. So, basically, I offered to do something that's never, even once, never been offered in three years. They didn't set me up with it. They've replaced me with Zoom with the idea of having me <laughs> because I'm definitely available at that time. Also, a class got canceled today that I could have done at 1115 Um, no one got, no one got that class offered to them. They just decided to cancel it. I'm in charge of nothing. See, this is what happens when you don't have your own brick and mortar. I'm in charge of nothing. Very little communication involved with, um, and I realize we're a team. It's just feeling like, I guess I'm feeling disconnected at this very moment. It doesn't mean that's the truth. I'm going to just use the yoga philosophy and say, Maybe my ego led me to build stories about why why am I replaced with a Zoom call. Not to undermine, I'm sure that whoever that yoga therapy person is, it just kind of makes me never want to offer yoga therapy because I finally thought I was going to get the ball rolling on something like that. And now I'm like, maybe it's just not for me. Like Maybe it's not for this chapter of my life at all, anywhere at all. But yoga and spin classes are going so awesome and so are the other ones. The things that really suck right now are group chats. (laughs) It's like that's the way that I'm, I want to say like submerged into getting classes and then someone outside of work tried to add me to a group chat. I'm just, I'm telling you right in this moment from here forward, this, once again, March 3rd, 2022, let it be documented unless there's money involved never add me to a group chat, please, never, somebody added me to a group chat, I had somebody blocked in there, it was actually somebody I had, um, I'd housed their family, and I learned a lot about how people would take advantage of you, uh, take advantage of the situation, um, just because, I think I've talked about this before, like, a couple years ago, like, just because somebody's house burns down, I have to take a step back and say, even if someone I know's house burns down I can't help everybody like I can't help everybody I may have a three-bedroom house but I can't um and it's not it's, it's not that I don't have the space under my roof I just I have to look out for my own mental health and that did not help my mental health to have someone come in and steal my clothes uh take the DVDs out of the case with them just leave the case um stealing my bikini, stealing my sundress. She did. Um, it was a whole family of three <laughs> and, and the kid was the most mature. Uh, and then one of my friends asked me to the group chat and I saw that person in there. I was like, no. And I just immediately left. I was like, why did you add me to, to send a message of a picture of steak, by the way, raw steaks. What the hell? Like why? What? Like Why? group chats suck. Clutter sucks. I'm, I'm having a little bit of clutter anxiety because I've been working out. Like I picked up my 21st class this week and I've not been putting a lot of effort into decluttering like I was on a roll. I was doing it every day, decluttering every single day. And now that I'm getting clutter anxiety, it seems like more people are trying to give me stuff. Let it be documented. Also, don't give me stuff. If it's not edible... If it doesn't go in my gas tank, I don't need stuff. I've been living in this house for 20 years. I don't need more stuff in it. I've got too much stuff. I'm, I'm making an effort. I'm committed to throwing something away every week that I don't use. Just one, at least one little thing. And then, you know, if I do that on a regular basis, eventually I will declutter. And in my self-study and in my examination of my patterns, I need to study more. Um, I've been kind of slacked, slacking on my study time. Um, I need to study more details on poses. I've been teaching so many classes that takes away from my balance of like cleaning, laundry, organizing, study time. So I'm going to really get more dedicated to balancing, um, home life. Not like I'm never cooking. Last night I made a great red beans and rice. It was actually out of this world, um, had carrots onions oh my gosh I love red beans and rice that's one of my favorite dishes but what's so funny is I didn't realize when I bought it because I shop in a hurry now I'm trying to avoid people and people get in my space and I feel like I'm I feel like I'm in a bit of a uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the you know these game shows where it's like action involved and staying away from obstacles, like an obstacle course game so I feel like I'm avoiding people. As soon as I get to something, someone jumps in my way, and I'm I don't want to get in their space. I'm still trying to socially distance. Um, yeah, so I missed reading some details on some boxes when I was at Aldi's, <laughs> and I got the red beans and rice out, and I said, "Wow, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have purchased this if I had seen what it said. Um, partially created with bioengineered food products." and remembering that when they first started coming out with this um i actually petitioned against i'll say this there was no stopping it once the ball got to roll and there was no stopping this so i petitioned for it to be mandatory labeled um there was a lot of petitions for this and I signed every single one of them. If it was like, we need this labeled and we need to know if it's like genetically engineered, um, like a food with GMO. Um, and it's labeled. I'm just proving that I'm too dumb to remember to check every little part of the labels because that's not the first time I've accidentally purchased. I'm trying not to purchase genetically engineered food. My husband's of the opinion that that would Oh, he says the world would starve without it. I say that's incorrect. If um, I said people have lost the ability to like farm their own food, and he said we haven't lost the ability, they've lost the desire to. Anyway, moving on, I still haven't started my uh, seed farm. <laughs> I need to Google what is it not too late to plant because here we are in March and I haven't started my seeds for my idea of my farming for the uh, farmer's market. I wanted to grow some basil and I wanted to just, I wanted to grow a lot of stuff. It's probably not too late for basil because that springs up pretty quick. We will see. I'm going to have to Google this and see the grow time on some of these things when you grow from seed. Uh, I was passionate about it and then I got busy. You know how it goes. Um, This hilarious, um, moving forward, there's this hilarious and cute ad that was made with, they pulled me into it, by the way, because my boss forgot that they were supposed to be there. Um, Jump It. (laughs) Jump It is a trampoline class. And they created this cute, I mean, it's really well made. The marketing made this Jump It, like a commercial. And it's been looping for more than a year (laughs) I'll say that more than a year, it's been looping at the front desk. So when you walk in, it's on the TV, but no one seems to notice it because I just had someone come to class the other day and she was like, oh, I thought jump. It was like, we're going to jump on jump boxes. She thought it was a jump box class. Now I can't imagine jumping on jump boxes for 45 minutes. I guess I could incorporate step ups. If I had to choreograph that, I would figure out a way we would do side jumps. Um, transverse jumps, whatever, frontal plane, uh, sagittal plane, transverse plane jumps. Like, I, I thought that was really a cute idea when she thought Jump It was a jump box class. Also, though, it proves that not a single person notices that at the front desk because the people who come to trampoline class that know what it is, it's usually like by word of mouth. It's not because they stopped at the front desk and was like, whoa, look at this ad on the TV. And no one listens to UREC radio. I love the I love the fact that they're trying so hard, but the music seems to be geared more towards my generation. Like I got there the other day, it was playing Millie Vanilli and I was like, This song nineties. Um I'm like literally going, Who who programs this? <laughs> because every single person in there has got their own playlist and their headphones. But we just need stuff that promotes and spreads awareness and I think that's harder to do now because everybody's so disconnected they're so into whatever device they've got on them just everywhere and this weather oh my gosh is the weather's everywhere just like me in Alabama you never know if it's going to be hot or cold um not too long ago it was freezing and now it's going to be 75 degrees today it's just things are crazy and going back to um when I was talking about the article that my teacher wrote about she felt like she had been roped into a cult because of all different things one of the things in the article and when she was talking about her yoga teacher the level up trainings she felt like the level up training seemed to be for money and not for gaining knowledge and I don't, I can't speak to what she did, but every, seems like every brand has this thing where eventually once they get, be, get to become like so big, like so much money, they all start to create like, they lean into it eventually, like level one, level two, level three in some form. Like I know that Pound Fit started doing it. I was with Pound Fit kind of early on. I got certified in 2013, December 2013 and i did teach pound fit for 5 years and then they started with the um the second level up training which i want to say they called it rockstar i just did the rockstar spin training um they had like level 2 or whatever they i don't even remember then they had like pound for kids like as i was quitting it was like levels different levels gold level i don't remember what they called it but pound had like um all these different options like they started expanding and expanding like level up monthly fees when I when I signed up though the 20 year old who trained me yeah I'll say that again in 2013 when I signed up to teach it the 20 year old who coached me to train like the master teacher who taught me that's very rare you see a 20 year old as a master trainer because most of them most of these formats require like years and years of experience and level ups And it was kind of in its um, infancy when I started working with it. And she said at our training that we would not have monthly fees. Like, you know, I had already been teaching. Maybe I was already teaching other formats. I'm trying to remember if I did Zumba first. (laughs) Anyway, that was not correct. She probably didn't have the authority to say so. So she shouldn't have said that. Um, As time wore on, it became a fee, and then the fee went up. It's always like every format leans into this. And that's what spin class does. They have like level up, level two, two, and then you've got to be a level three before you can become a master spin coach. I do feel like that my training gave me some good tools, information. Um, I wouldn't say it was a waste of time. I will say it was very expensive. (laughs) I know why, because if I do another one, um a bigger training. They have little trainings and big trainings. Like less expensive, more expensive. If I do another um, spinning training, I don't mean the instructor training. I mean a level up training, then I'll be a level three. And then, and only then, could I even be considered for eventually becoming a master spin coach in time. I haven't really looked into what is, requ- what is required. I do know I have to be level three first. Um, and it may be for a certain amount of time. I haven't really looked deeply into it. I do know it's level three, but it seems like every format leans into it. Even the NASM has, you have to have the corrective exercise specialty, and you have to have the certified personal trainer, and you have to have something else. Like you have to have three things before you can even begin to think about being a master trainer. You have to be heavily invested, not only with money and certifications, but time and training anyway um i'm just saying it's it's not just one thing or another every format seems to lean into this now i can't speak to what and why was i afraid to say his name <laughs> i was always saying it in the early parts of these podcasts so i'll say it uh, baron baptiste which please don't sue me i have i have lawyers in my family but i don't want to waste their time please don't sue me for saying your name uh in this context That's my teacher called out Baron for, she felt like she was in a yoga cult. Uh, She felt like he was kind of taking advantage of situations, like, hey, you're all creating a workshop, but when we get here, like, only one of you are doing it, and they had all come out on their own dime. Didn't know, I guess they didn't know. They felt like they were all misled, and like, if you look deeply, uh, she had shared some pages out where apparently he's not just made her angry or upset. Apparently he's made other people feel misled. I don't know. It seems like that if you become a millionaire though. There's always going to be a hate group for you. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I would never know. I don't know what it's like to be a millionaire. Um, I'm not sharing out with you these podcast and Instagram pages. Because I still haven't. I've not further researched all the details. And it's not my experience anyway, my experience was working with someone who used to work at the Baptiste Institute. Um, anyway, moving forward, <laughs> moving forward, um, everything is okay. Everything is going to be fine. One of, one of my students had, uh, her debit card stolen. She was sharing with me that she went to the bank and they were like, yeah, you can get a new debit card. No problem. The only thing is there's a chip shortage. So, that means, like, you know how we've been going to the store? I don't know where you live. But, like, certain items are just gone. Just gone. Just empty shelves here, empty shelves there. Just, it's all shortages. Um, but to have a debit card shortage? That is a bit scary because it's not okay to run out of some things, but you don't want to run out of debit card chips. Um Let's hope that these shortages don't last long. Luckily, that student was able to get cash. Um, moving on to what happened in class on Monday. I'm always joking about the gyms packed and where's my, where's my numbers? The gym's packed. Where's everybody that could come to yoga? I guess they listened to this and they were like, hey, let's go to yoga. <laughs> I'm joking, of course, because not, not many of them are going to have time to listen to this. It is actually midterms week. So I'm pretty sure they're busy uh, with studying. On Monday night, I had 11 students and towels had run low at the front desk. I'm talking like big fluffy bath towels and I didn't know that I was going to have 11. Actually, all day long, it looked like two people had signed up and then it looked like five people had signed up and then two minutes after class, I looked around, I had 11. Now, when it was time to start, of course, I had nine (laughs) I went to the front desk and I got towels, like big fluffy towels to use the way that you would use a yoga blanket because we don't have yoga blankets in any of the studios. And sometimes because we have so many, I thought we had so many towels. I use the big towels when I think I have a small class as a prop because when you twist, like if you're lying in a reclined position, laying on your back, and if you twist your knees and use a like blanket, or a towel underneath your leg, you feel more supported. That's just one example. There's like lots of ways you can use that towel. The uh supervisor came. <laughs> the supervisor came up to me and she was like, Did you get a bunch of towels? <laughs> like she came in to question me if I took a bunch of towels at the front desk and I said, Yes, we use them. And she looked around the room. I said, We're using them as yoga props, but I've still got one like, right here that's clean, she said, can we get it back? Because we're running low on towels, and I was like, sure, of course. As soon as I gave her the one back, two more people walked in, so unfortunately, out of the 11 students, only nine of them got to use a towel. (laughs) I was sort of like, oh, I didn't mean to inconvenience everybody. The front desk worker was like, you're good. It's okay. I shouldn't have said it during class at the end, like, at the very end when we're putting things away, I was like, Ooh, I hope I don't get an email about this. (laughs) Julie, quit taking all the towels. We don't have enough towels. Now I'm thinking, why would you build a $32 million facility and not have enough giant towels for a class of 11? Whatever. I don't know. That's probably something that would be very easy for people to, to swipe. God forbid. I hope they don't. Um... My last question for you is, why do we do the things we do? Just recognizing patterns. Here's an example. Someone does spin class to work really, really hard, and then they get on the elevator. <laughs> or why do we drive around and around the parking lot 15 times to find the closest spot so we can go walk exactly a one mile on the treadmill? Why? Why do we do that? Um, why do folks put the... Um, elevate their treadmill all the way up like they elevate their treadmill as high up as like the top (laughs) the top elevation and then they start trying to do like back rows while they're walking why do they do that none of the none of this makes sense um don't elevate your treadmill and try to do rows don't don't lean into your cardio machine and put your whole upper body on in any way that that's also like not great form it's just, I walk around, I see things and I'm like, I have to really take one step back because I'm not like everybody's personal trainer. It's just like going back to that. This is coming full circle. Just like if some somebody's house burns down, that's terrible, but I don't need to put myself into a situation where I'm trying to help everybody. I have to like look out for myself and just say, here's my boundaries. I need to protect my energy. Um... Just like someone asking me to create a workshop, and then either it doesn't get promoted or they hand it over to someone else right after saying, "Hey, do you want to teach a whole workshop on meditation um If you think there's interest, sure creates workshop, watches someone else studying and uh with with their students. <laughs> it's like um, I know we're a team, I just don't understand the the pattern of asking me." or me asking and giving ideas, and everything gets, like, the rug gets pulled out from under me. This is another reason why I want to take a huge step back from every little thing that, I mean, I know I'm a little bit of a control freak, but if I'm going to do a workshop, I need to be in control of, like, how that, how it's um, translated, like, to the public, or the information. I don't know, like... (laughs) If I'm going to put effort into something, and this goes for all of us, if we're going to put our efforts into something, we really got to make it worth our while. Um, especially if it's something you're really passionate about. So moving forward, I'm going to continue to do more yoga workshops. I'm going to do more yoga retreats in time. The alpaca one's the only one I've got planned. I'm going to do more of these sexy chair dance parties because that went great. Um, it wouldn't it wouldn't hold value if I did it like every single day. That's why it's an event. So I'm going to have more events and I'm still going to have some classes. Um, definitely going to keep staying with the Jacksonville Community Center because they work really hard to accommodate our needs. I love the space. Um, even if the restrooms are a little bit cold in the wintertime, I just love the community. I love the folks that go there. Um, even the ones that yell at me (laughs) because I've asked them not to play loud music. I love everybody. Like I love all people. It's just that, um, when I spread myself really thin, then I'm not given my best self. And I'm almost to that point. I wouldn't say I'm there yet. I have to be really careful. For example, my average is like 20 to 24 classes a week. I don't think I could do 40 classes a week. I don't think that's possible in in my body. It might be possible in other people's body. Um, I don't think I could do like 40 or 45 fitness classes a week. I don't think this could ever be a full-time job unless it's all kind of like the way F45 is. It's just like turn on the TVs and motivate and give form uh, offerings. Like, hey, let me offer up this for your form. Also, also, on one of the F45 exercises this morning, the exercise on like Station 6, it was literally just like a wide stance chair pose, and if you don't know what chair pose is, you can just look that up. It was just like wide-legged, like his feet were about hip width. He he was like standing hip width, feet wide, chair pose, and he was just raising straight arms up overhead and taking them down real slow. Now, that is great for your shoulders and your back, just raising up your arms, lowering them down slow. However, I'm looking at this exercise and these folks have come to use equipment and you know, that's a great exercise and everything, but they're there to like lift. They strength day. So I said, if you're feeling overly ambitious, you can grab the, um, a dead ball or a medicine ball, whatever you want and lift that over your head. If you're feeling it. Like that could be a lot for your shoulders. I'm telling you right now, every single, fo- every single one of my folks this morning in class, they all took that option. They all wanted to add weight. Um, they didn't want to do a body weight exercise. It kind of reminded me of what we had when we transitioned to F45 during pandemic. Uh, we didn't have it for a long while. And then when we brought it back, they had this thing where there was like no equipment and no rotation just body weight exercises stay in your station I didn't really care for that kind of format I realized why we were doing it it was the best way to keep from social distancing because they advertised this as hey we rotated around we high five and even with the staying in one station it really was hard for us to translate to the world (laughs) to our world hey this is no longer like a full contact, you know, it seemed like everybody's going to be high-fiving and rotating stations. It's kind of hard to get the word out, like, hey, you know that thing we advertised where we're going to be all moving around and touching each other's, like, barbells and stuff, (laughs) and now we're back to the, please, Lord, let it stay, we're back to rotations. Um, I'm praying right now, like, please don't go back to body weight exercises, so yeah, that was the first thing I thought was, like, we have one body weight exercise, like, in this routine that's so good. Like, the routine was so good. Like, why? And I'm guessing it's to give them a bit of a break. So, when I give an offering like that, I'm like, it's up to you. You can do it like this, the way in the video. Or you can add, like, here's some weights, you know. And they all took that option. They all want to lift. They want to get stronger. And if they're like me, they didn't pay money to come up there and do body weight exercises. Like, that kind of, I can do that at home. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to continue to try, like really try to be the best leader I can be. I know I have a lot of work to do on myself. Um, I'm trying not to watch the news. I'm trying to take a step back because I feel like that. Well, not just I feel like it seems like everybody's sort of like distracted. We're all over the place. There's a lot of things happening. I don't want to stay in the dark about things however I feel like that when I watch the news it just makes me depressed like it makes me really sad and depressed and maybe that's for some people it's not for me I have other things to be concerned with I don't really I don't really know how to say it and I'm still like compassionate towards people who are in need I just can only help who I can help so one of my friends from Ukraine she made a um request for anybody on her list that could help with her sister and I did help and I shared it multiple times. Um so I'm not disconnected from people who need help, but I can only help who I can help. Just like I said before, like I can't help everybody and I don't need to make it like where I feel like it's my responsibility because it's not my responsibility to do everything. Like I can't do everything for everybody. It's really nice that I tried. And you know what? Somebody told me once they were compassionate. Like in conversation. I don't want to say who. They were like, I'm compassionate. And I mean, I just said that. So this is like a bad example. But people who are compassionate in a face-to-face convo, they typically don't have to let you know. Like, um, (laughs) I sound like I'm being such a, such a meanie. But, like, people who are really, truly compassionate. Like, I don't really need to go up to my best friend and be like, hey, I'm compassionate. <laughs> um, yeah, typically it's just something that's shown through our actions. Um, not done through, like, just, like, saying it. It's, like, it's different when you, like, wear it instead of say it all right I'm gonna wrap this up because I've still got a few more classes today I've got yoga then yoga again and I've got a um, water aerobics class tonight so if you're part of if you're listening and you're a part of JSU UREC please do join me and you can check out my schedule on my website I need to update because I'm subbing for um, Friday synergy at 11:15 15 for Pam if you have any questions, let me know. My website is com. That's Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z. Once again, that's Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z. You can also find links to the Alpaca Yoga Day, which is May 7th at the Blackberry Hills Wedding and Venues. I can't wait to get to the farm and have some fun. We're going to just make a day of it. Anything come up for you, let me know. Any questions, let me know. My job is to hold a space that's for you, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. May you be happy, may you be healed, and may you be free. Namaste.